Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Two guys the United States will never send to Taiwan. Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel Yokiro Cheeseman. And this is Chad. Is that a hellfire? So wash. And on this week's show, Lever, I hardly even know her. Tesla leaves its ATS in the rearview mirror, and so much fried chicken and beer, we hardly have room for Taco Bell's Mexican pizza. Oh, God. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about TextKernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> so, dude, how do you hit a terrorist on a balcony with a Hellfire missile and not kill everyone in the fucking <laughs> building? It's science. The Hellfire R9X. That's how, kids. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh my God. For all those kids who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So Mm -hmm. Al Qaeda leader Amin Al Zawahiri was uh, killed in a drone strike earlier this week. So uh, that was actually done with a Hellfire missile without any explosives, total kinetic energy. I mean, one of the things that the U.S. is good at is wars and weapons. Everything else, (laughs) not so much. And we do fast food pretty well, too, which we will get to in this show, Chad. I promise. I promise. By the way, I know we talk occasionally about what we're binging and watching. Have you mm-hmm. checked out uh, The Old Man on Hulu? I have not yet. Yeah, we saw it, but it looks good. Have you watched it? it well, we're up to date on it. Oh, okay. no. Yes, uh, we have watched the final episode. I forgot. Okay. Uh, I was falling asleep at the end, but that doesn't mean it's not good. It just means <laughs> that I'm old and tired. But yeah, The Old Man is, is quality television uh, if you if you get a chance to look at it. Should we get the shout outs? Shout outs! This could be a long show. Let's get to it. All right. Mm-hmm. I got a shout out for uh, the globally recognized uh, publication, Chad. You're going to know this one, the Employee Experience Magazine. Oh, yeah. 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 I, Who, I think I've uh, seen those in, in bathrooms yeah. all over the world. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Time, National Geographic and the Employee <laughs> Experience Magazine. Anyway, well, we love lists. Yes. Uh, even when the list is on a, a site and a publication that no one's ever heard of. Yes. Uh, the EEM, as the kids call them, published their top 20 HR podcast and yours truly are included, uh, saying, quote, Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman have successfully created the self-called most dangerous HR podcast, the charismatic, sincere, and fun duo wants to discuss (laughs) spicy and not-so-common topics. Yes. Spicy, charismatic, and fun. Pretty sure I dated her back in high school, but not someone I'd want to have my baby. Shout out to Employee Experience Magazine, surely available at all fine bookstores <laughs> and bodegas near you. <laughs> I took a look at that top 20. I literally could only identify five. I had no clue who the other fucking 15 were. So before we get all excited about making a list, let's just, yeah, let's let's not yeah, get And I love excited. how they put like, it said no particular order. It's like, we, don't, we didn't really actually listen to these shows. We just going to put them on and hope they talk about us on their podcast. Either way, thank Which you so much. Enough we, to do. we appreciate the list. But my first shout out goes to the crew over at Factory Fix. There you go. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Wreckfest and you asked whether I was jealous that our friends over at the uh-huh. Top Pod podcast had trucker hats and we did not. Well, the Factory Fix clan heard your veiled ask <laughs> and uh, they sent us Chad and Cheese trucker hats mm-hmm. with little Factory Fix logo love on them. So big shout out to the gang at Factory Fix. Correction, they sent you a trucker hat. I got nothing. I've got two. I've got one for you. It's okay. It's okay. All right, good. All right, good. And and I, at first I thought, why am I on a hat with Sam? Santa Claus for some some reason you came out with a a totally white beard and I had purple hair. So I'm not sure (laughs) if it's a different podcast that they were they're they're thinking of. But yeah, the uh, the visuals have something to left be desired in terms of sticking to brand. Yes, so, I think in, in their haste, uh, they uh, they, yeah. they went with the first vendor they could find who had about four colors. And yeah, that was and about they're, it. They're, much like this show, their heart's in the right place, and sometimes yes. the brain doesn't quite keep up. That's, that's why they love us so much. Yeah, that's right. But speaking of on brand, let's talk yes. about Sally Millick. Ooh, that's right. She's our latest winner of whiskey. Lover sponsored by our friends at Tex Kernel. 
for mm-hmm. those that don't know. By the way, you got to go to chadcheese.com slash free to get that chance to get free stuff. Anyway, she posted her winnings on social media this week. But more importantly, Chad, mm-hmm. did you see Sally's bar? Uh, oh, I guess yeah. she calls it a speakeasy in the background oh, yeah. of her pick. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I want to party at Sally's house. Gee, Amen. God, shout out, shout out to Sally. And and what time should I be there? And and what kind of dip should I bring for the chips? Good <laughs> lord, let's find flights to Rochester, New York now. Let's get there. No, uh, we can drive there. Shit, party bus. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> in, in talking about Sally Millick, she actually pointed out that friend Tina Davis. She actually posted a selfie with the Chad and Cheese T-shirt that we missed several months what? ago. So I. Uh, Yes, better late than never. Tina Davis, thanks for posting. And uh, we we do have some new T-shirts coming sometime soon, do we not? Do we have an update on that? Sure, I'll update because okay. we talked about it last week. All right, so historically, we've we've put a, a competition on 99designs. Typically, they perform very well. We get 30 to 50 really interesting, pretty good design ideas. And mm-hmm. this year, it was a big pile of shit. <laughs> It was awful. Yeah. So I've gone to Fiverr. Uh, I'm getting four designers to do some designs. We'll pick like four and then we'll put it up for a vote. So I think we're going to get some interesting stuff this year versus uh, what we've done previously. But yes, there will be shirts. They'll be kick ass and they will be quality shirts, Chad, not these Hanes beefy tea, 100% cotton shit. We go Mm. try. We go try blend on our shirts. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate the patience. We'll get there. A big thanks to our our sponsor, Job Get on the T-shirts. They're coming. For the holidays, we will have T-shirts. I promise. For the holidays. And we're going to have a promotion so that, again, once again, our listeners can pick which T-shirt they want. So look out for the the promotion. And yes, T-shirts via JobGet. Thanks, guys, over at JobGet. We're excited about it. No doubt. No doubt. And my next shout out, Chad. Oh, yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> oh, fuck. As reported by every major news outlet, including, I think, the Employee Experience Magazine, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bell's, the Bell's Mexican Pizza is finally returning to menus following a three-month absence. Uh, back when we initially, initially reported this, uh, when it returned, Chad, the pizza is, is coming back permanently mm-hmm. on September 15th after demand was higher than expected uh, back in May and caused them to run out roughly two weeks after the relaunch. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He's <laughs> on our hat and he loves him some Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Shout out to the bell, everybody. Oh, very nice. Shout out to J.T. O'Donnell for the elevated Blanton's package that arrived on my doorstep this week. A couple of old-fashioned rock glasses, crystal hand-etched Glencairn glasses, and maple syrup aged in bourbon casks. That's right. When J.T. does it, she does it right. So big shout out to J.T. O'Donnell. Nice shout out. Nice shout out. All right, guys. I mentioned it, but you got to get on chadcheese.com slash free. Click the link. We got whiskey from uh, from Text Colonel. We got beer. Who's our new beer? Aspen Tech Lab. <laughs> 
We got so many new sponsors, I can't even keep up. But you got to go to the site. And also, by the way, if you like our show, hate our show, we don't care. Leave a review on wherever you listen to podcasts. We like getting feedback. It's our oxygen. And we weren't really hugged much as children. So we like hearing people love us or hate us as long as you give us some attention. We're latchkey kids. Go figure. And that being said, latchkey kids, we're leaving the fucking house, kids. That's right. Events. So, Joel, how much do you love being back at events? I love being back at events. I love seeing people. I love free stuff that I get. Hugs. I love Oasis cover bands. Yeah, I I love it all. I love it all. How about you? Well, guess what? September 13th through the 16th in Las Vegas, we are going to be at HR Tech. October, October 5th through the 7th, we're going to be at Inspire HR in Nashville, Tennessee, kids. Uh, That's right. The Nash Vegas. That's Yeah, we're going from Vegas to Nash Vegas. We're going to have problems here. What did you say? Yeah. And last but never least, October 12th and 13th, it is, get ready, Unleash World in Gay. Harry, that's right. If you are in Europe and you have never gone to an Unleash world before, get your ass to Unleash World. Register today. If you're in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and you haven't been, it's a reason to go to Paris, number one. Number two, it's one of the best events in the world. Get your ass to Gay Perry for Unleash. No doubt. And Chad, who supports our travel efforts? Our friends at Shaker Recruitment Marketing. Exactly. And some more friends of ours. Let's talk about birthdays. Oh, people are celebrating another trip around the sun. We're talking about Kim Bates. Happy birthday. Christy, our first super fan, I think. Moon out in Utah. Stephanie Pendris. I have to like do a double take on a lot of these names so we don't I, I don't like a Seymour Butts doesn't slip through, which I know. <laughs> well, uh, Rachel Takalad. Uh, Michael Mulatti, Kit Burtwistle, Sally Millick. Yeah. Didn't she just win a bunch of whiskey? She sure Ooh. as hell did. That was some nice timing. Neil Costa. Hire clicks. Longtime influencer, Jay Lee. Brendan Crickshank. Out at Emissary. The man. And George Jetson. What? George Jetson. You, you saw this all over social media this week, kids. That's because George Jetson was supposedly born, I think it was on Sunday. I think it was actually July 31st, 2022. Uh-huh. So happy birthday, new baby George Jetson. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for social media. Otherwise, every year we wouldn't see like Back to the Future memes and George Jetson's initial birthday and all kinds of good stuff. Thanks, Internet. All right. Employ. Yes. The the artist formerly known as Jobvite, I guess, (laughs) uh, has acquired San Francisco based Lever. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Along with Greenhouse, Lever enjoyed a cool kids. And I'm using air quotes on that one uh, label for maybe longer than it deserved. Nevertheless, Employ, a brand that encompasses Jobvite. Jazz HR and Next Thing RPO said the acquisition will enable Lever and Employ to grow faster together. That's how that works. Founded in 2012, Lever employs just over 300 folks. That's according to LinkedIn. It's consolidation, baby. Chad, your thoughts. 
So I've been hearing rumblings that Greenhouse has been eating Lever's lunch for about 18 to 24 months, maybe longer. So Mm -hmm. I dug into those rumblings after this acquisition news hit the wire to pretty much, you know, chat with other platform leaders that integrate with applicant tracking systems to see if those rumblings were were true. And I had multiple leaders from multiple platforms say without divulging numbers mm-hmm. that yes, since the pandemic, they've seen a dramatic switch from Lever to Greenhouse. Again, those are platforms that integrate with ATSs. So when their customers switch, it's quite noticeable. In the market, I believe one of Lever's biggest issues was its inability to pick a lane or mm-hmm. picking it too late because between enterprise and SMB, there, there's a big gap. And that's a, that's a really big lane to try to try to drive through. Although some would say the SMB market is huge. You and I would, would, would agree, but then disagree. And we'll talk <laughs> about that in a minute. Yeah. I would counter with SMB also fucking sucks. Case in point, client acquisition. You have to spend tons of cash to acquire clients. Mm -hmm. It's a cash burn fest. SMB is a transactional game, not a real platform play and competitors. So quick question, as, as we start to think about this in the SMB arena, who do you think the biggest competitor is for a company like Lever? Oh, smart recruiters, maybe? And that's what you would automatically think from an ATS standpoint. But remember, these are small, small companies. Indeed, uh, ZipRecruiter and job yeah. platforms like JobCase that offer more than just post and pray mechanisms, yep. right? You can go to Indeed today, post a job, go through their assessment, their interviewing, all that other fun stuff. You don't have to buy a platform, right? Yep. This is all transactional. So as we take a look at this, and, and I think it's hilarious as I listen to other analysts, industry analysts saying, oh, SMB is such a huge market. Yeah, but when you take a look at this market, you're going to get your lunch fucking fed to you, not just by Greenhouse, but also by Indeed and ZipRecruiter and Jobcase uh-huh. and our boys over at Factory Fix, right? So the competition for SMB is so much bigger than trying to play with those white whales on enterprise. Yeah, that's great insight. Uh, so so TikTok isn't just your favorite app, Chad. <laughs> it's also the sound startups here after they've taken uh, a lump sum of money. Uh, mm-hmm. Lumber first took significant money back in 2012 and ended up raising a total of about $123 million when all was said and done. The runway for investors usually lasts around seven years or so. Mm-hmm. Founder and CEO Sarah Nam uh, was let go in 2018, and I'm guessing a liquidation event would have happened sooner, but then COVID hit. Yes. Uh, there's no appetite for ATSs in the public markets currently. Just ask iSIMS. So Lever was probably out of options. It seems like a decent business, a little bit out of date, and you kind of touched on on those points. But to me, everything points to this as investors wanting to cash out and move on to other investments that might have a lot more potential. Mm-hmm. So when I look at stuff like this, I look at the clock and this was right around that seven to 10 year mark where it was time to, to either shit or get off the pot. And uh, I'm guessing they found a, a good you know, buyer and employee now at $123 million. That price tag is usually pretty high. There's no way in hell mm-hmm. that even a one employee sugar daddy was willing to pay 
you know, 10x for lever. No way. I got a lot of their money back for the initial investors, but I doubt there was a whole hell of a lot of uh, money returned to them in terms of, of profit, which also points to a little bit of a fire sale here. Um, I think that's what happened for the most part. I'll also add that the PR around this was really weird. They announced this on their blogs, Mm -hmm. which is kind of weird in and of itself. They didn't give like us a heads up and not that we're the end all for for media, but there's usually at least some heads up like, hey, this is going down or, you know, obviously they they give us when we can talk about it. Hey, if you have any questions or want to bring on the CEO, there was none of that. There's nothing on on like PR news services about this. If you go to Google News and search Lever and Jobvite or Employ, there's nothing there. That's really odd for buying a company that's raised $123 million. That's a brand that people know. Why they wanted to keep it on the down low, why they wanted to keep this quiet, maybe that reason is obvious. Maybe it's more more nuanced than that. But the PR around this is really strange. I just wanted to point that out as well in my comments. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the clearance rack or the, the, the fire sale uh, subject real quick. So even though... Many people in the industry are saying this wasn't a clearance rack sale. There's a lot of defenders that are out there. I'm going to push back and say, okay, maybe Lever didn't wait to hit the the 70% markdown rack. But uh, they sure as hell waited long enough to hit the 30 to 50% markdown rack, which is a great acquisition for employee as they can pull the plug on Lever and feed the Jazz and Jamvite machines with the additional Lever client portfolio. So this is a classic consolidation move, which deserves a big applause, of course. The question is, when do we think they're actually going to pull the plug on Lever? So I would bring up two things on that. One is I bet if you ask their investors if this was on the clearance track or not, I'm betting they would all say, yeah, we sold it uh, at a deep discount. Mm-hmm. The second thing is if if the business was doing so well, they wouldn't have fired their CEO. And that's just like, I don't know how you would argue that. So if you think this was a great business, that it was doing very well, answer me why the CEO was let go and answer me or give me any investors that say, yeah, we, we cashed out big time on lever because I think you'd be hard pressed to find both of those. Agreed. All right. Tesla. What? Your boy, Elon. All right. In a piece by the information. <laughs> what a pasty fuck, by the way. Did you see the pictures of him on a boat? And they might have been doctored, but that was a pasty fat fuck right there. I'm not hating, dude. I'm not hating. You get me a yacht with, and and some sexy washboard app. Like we we could re- recreate that picture. I think we should maybe let's get a yacht or just a, a, a pontoon boat. I'll get topless <laughs> with my white pasty fat ass and you can spray me down uh, with a hose. I think we could recreate that picture and make some social media gold. Anyway, let's do it. All right. This is from the information. Uh, Tesla has introduced proprietary software for tracking its job applicants. Uh, Three current and former recruiting employees told the publication a move that could lower hiring related costs as CEO Elon Musk follows through on his goal to reduce the electric vehicle maker's reliance on external software vendors. The move by Tesla marks an unusual step to develop internal talent related technology, save for some of the biggest tech players such as Google. Uh, Very few have done what Tesla has done. Chad, thoughts on Tesla's strategy and should vendors be shaking in their battery-powered boots right about now? Well, first and foremost, I would love to be a fly on the wall during this build because this could turn out to be awesome or Mm -hmm. 
Amazon. And, and what I mean by that is, is everybody remembers Amazon built tech to source candidates, mm-hmm. but they obviously didn't have the appropriate oversight because the algorithm learned that it should and did kick out qualified female candidates to the curb. Yeah, now, not good. Now, now Tesla, probably one of the most innovative auto companies in the world, believes they can build a full system which mm-hmm. extends well past just sourcing and what Amazon did. Uh, but I, I would say if Stuart Butterfield ran Tesla, this would be a product that would hit the market in a couple of years. But I believe Elon and the crew over there will keep this project behind curtains uh, to ensure that nobody knows how they're targeting, track, attracting, and hiring top talent. Not to mention, once you get it out there, the whole EEOC bias machine starts happening. People can look at it, they can point out flaws, and they don't want that. Yeah, yeah. So not sure if you've heard, Chad, but HR tech can be really expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's shocking. I know. Uh, so with, with hiring slowing down along with the economy, it makes sense that companies would look at their recruiting costs. Um, hello, CEO sticker shock, right? Uh, which then leads to at least Elon saying, can we just build this ourselves? I think that more enterprise level companies are going to be asking this question as the economy slows down. We've been talking about Google's homemade ATS for over a decade, maybe <laughs> like 50, I'm serious. Like yeah. when they made their own ATS, people were like bloggers like me at the time were, were, you know, bonerific, like, Oh my God, why don't they release this as a product, which they never really kind of did hire. Wasn't that much like their own ATS anyway. No. But the fact that more enterprise companies, and I don't know, maybe some do, uh, bigger ones do this, but I think a lot of them are going to ask, why can't we do this ourselves? And not necessarily the AI stuff that Amazon did, but just the basic management of candidates and applying for jobs. Most people want customized ATS features anyway, which ATSs won't build. So there's got to be some internal conversation about like, oh, we could customize this just for us. The other side of this, and you mentioned this as well, is the smaller businesses out there that are using Indeed ZipRecruiter, you know, their their job board of choice as their ATS. ATS is seemed to be in a potential squeeze here, right? They're like at the top end, do they get more big companies making their own, a- own ATS? And job boards aren't what they used to be. I mean, they're more full platform hiring solutions now that small businesses will gravitate toward instead of spending the, the high prices that they would for an ATS. So I think there's a, a real interesting dilemma for ATSs um, going into the future. Our market moves really slowly, so this isn't going to happen overnight. But I do think it is a potential existential threat uh, to the business from where I'm sitting. Yeah, I, I don't think so. We've seen this before. When ATSs were, were first created, companies mm-hmm. looked at it and they said, oh, we can do that. And then they they all just got fucking imploded. They, this is a house of cards type of scenario. Yeah. If you want to build it, you have to evolve it. You have to maintain it. Then you have the technical debt. So if you want to try to build something on the enterprise side, uh, there is a lot of work and cost that most companies will not sustain. It might stick around and be a boat anchor for for several years, but it won't work. It it can't work, especially at scale. So yes, the Googles of the world, they have engineers to be able to do those types of things. Will Tesla possibly? uh, You'll have a onesie twosies, but on the enterprise side, I don't see a threat at all. I do continue to see a threat on the SMB side though. Well, Chad, there are a lot of layoffs. Playoffs? 
in the tech sector that could change your mind. Let's take a quick break and we'll talk about what's going on in the layoffs. Playoffs? Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent. Build great teams and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Okay, so quick side note before we jump into to layoffs. Uh-huh. While we were talking about TA Tech, I wanted to note the death of elevated careers, a.k.a. <laughs> E-Harmony for Jobs and Oh hell no and career guru who acquired Elevated Careers mm-hmm. uh, some years ago. So remember that Elevated Careers was actually owned by eHarmony and was using the tech, uh, the eHarmony tech to match jobs with job seekers, which you and I both thought was the stupidest bullshit in our space. Yeah. We then we then had a conversation with Steve Carter the CEO of Career Guru on the show after mm-hmm. the acquisition. And I think I can say for the both of us, we both predicted this would happen. eHarmony for Jobs is now officially dead. Is that one in the archives? It's got to be right. It is in the archives. If you if you uh, Google chadcheese.com and Elevated Careers, <laughs> it, it, it it's it's right there or career guru it's right there i think it's from 2017 or early 2018 there you go kids if you want to take a walk down memory lane elevated careers chadcheese.com the library of the last five years of the industry <laughs> well we mentioned it playoffs let's talk layoffs chad yep especially in tech man the news keeps coming this week trading platform Robinhood said it would cut about 23 percent of its workforce That's almost a quarter, Chad. Shopify announced that it will lay off 10%. Some 60 Lyft employees are hitting the bricks. Apple is reportedly slowing hiring and spending in 2023. Google, Meta, and Spotify are all pulling back plans to hire, and the list keeps going. Redfin, 8%. Compass, 10%. Coinbase, 18%. Stitch Fix, 15%. Tesla, 10%. Intel is freezing hiring. Twitter, DoorDash, Peloton, Carvana, and your favorite company, Chad, Amazon, announced belt tightening this week, saying it's been adding jobs at the slowest rate since 2019. The company said it now has about 100,000 fewer employees than in the previous quarter. Chad, what's your take on this news and what it could mean, more importantly, to our industry, you know, the one that helps companies recruit warm bodies? So if you take a look at the the job market in itself in the first place, it's been a rocket ship. It's been fucking explosive. But if you see what happens with a rocket, they have a burn until they get to the atmosphere and then obviously everything stops. That's what's happening. If you take a look at most of these companies, 
They've been hiring like mad, trying to suck all of the talent out of the market away from their competitors, much like taking the wind out of their sails. And and we're finally seeing a slowing or a stop in some cases in cases to that. The only thing I see this impacting is wages. So for those, especially for those technical positions, because when you are in high demand, you can ask for the world. And when you're not, well, you can, but you probably won't get it. So the wage increases we've seen over the past couple of years, I think is going to be the biggest impact for anybody who's been paying attention to the the hiring landscape for more than five minutes. This <laughs> should not be a surprise. Yeah, We were in fucking full burn on that rocket. And now we're 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 just in the, the next orbit. And I'd also add that in, in addition to uh, salaries, uh, the work from home movement could have an interesting turn. I don't know it if could. you're I don't know if you're feeling a little heat from the boiling water, uh, but but uh, <laughs> might be getting a little warm. Uh, I think it was our our buddy. Well, not buddy. He's our buddy. He doesn't know it. Professor Galloway and his conversation about, yeah, you want to work from home? You can be unemployed at home as well. I don't know if this will be a, a, a quicker move or aggressive move to get people back in the office, but I think that could be an interesting angle to what's going on uh, with the layoffs. Now, in terms of what it does to our industry, look, in bad times, and this isn't necessarily bad for everyone, but hiring on the macro will slow, and that's historically bad for our space. However, I think things are a little different now. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, technology subscriptions have replaced post and prey for many. So fewer traditional job boards in our industry, meaning like flat fee postings means less fallout. Uh, back in the day when there was no hiring, every job board hit the hit the fucking shoot and everyone got ejected uh, as a result. Uh, and also programmatic means making money on clicks. And if there are more job seekers, there will be profits that weren't there necessarily when everyone had a job. Uh, this isn't 2001. It's definitely not 2008, which was a neutron bomb for the kids out there who don't remember 2008. Yeah, knock on wood. That's probably a good thing. Uh, there will be some right sizing. We've seen that with remote and uh, smart recruiters and a few others. But I don't think that the downturn in the economy will be a bloodbath. I hope that's a prediction that I get right. Yes, well, I agree. But this is also good for consolidation, right? The amount of noise that we have had in our fucking market, it's been exciting because we've had a lot to talk about, but it has been ridiculous. The amount of companies that we've been talking to either together or separate that believe they have an answer to a problem in the market, for the most part, most of those problems don't even exist or they're problems that companies wouldn't even pay for, right? So we're seeing just a huge, huge bloated market that should go either through death of uh, of some brands like Elevated Careers or consolidation like Lever. Ooh, I like how you work that in there. I like how you work that in there. Ultimately, it won't be the only layoff story. Playoffs? Layoffs. <laughs> All right, Chad. I I love Jesus Chicken as much as the next guy, <laughs> but this is probably going a little too far. All right, I'm talking about Chick Fil A gang. Uh, a Hendersonville, North Carolina franchise issued an offer in a now deleted post on Facebook. It read, "Quote: We are looking for volunteers for our new drive-through express. Earn five free entrees." Per shift, that's one hour worked. Message us for details, end quote. Well, Chad, you can imagine that this didn't go over very well. Aside from probably breaking a few laws, the internets had an opinion as well. Comment <laughs> came in, such as, 
pay workers money, not chicken. I don't want anyone serving food uh, that's not actually been trained. And pay a living wage, it's pretty simple. If you can't afford to pay a living wage, then you can't afford to run a business. Aside from another reason to head to Taco Bell, Chad, what's your (laughs) hot take, or should I say Nashville hot chicken take on this story? So. I thought that you were actually broadcasting from North Carolina after you packed up the kids and the dog and, and you just made, you made your way there because you are a Chick-fil-A fan. We'll work um, for chicken, everybody. Me, on the other hand, I am I, I have a bias against Jesus chicken due to their stance against LGBTQ rights and, and, and I just won't buy their food. Do you think calling this a volunteer position made it okay? Or do you think that's where they thought it would be okay? I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say Mm -hmm. this wasn't like a headquarters uh, initiative, that this was some bumblefuck in North Carolina uh, franchisee who thought, well, shit, let's do a volunteer deal and see if we can give away fried chicken to get people Mm -hmm. to work. And by the way, fried chicken, uh, if you've never been to the South, is kind of like a religion. So it doesn't surprise (laughs) me that you would put out fried chicken meals as a way to get people to work. So I like to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt and say this was sort of a rogue uh, franchisee that that quickly got smacked around and deleted the post and and got some got some education on, you know, labor laws and whatnot. I I agree. But here's from the CNET story, quote, It's also been noted by some online that Chick-fil-A's owners are worth an estimated $14 billion, end quote. We're continuing to experience capitalism go off the rails. This is a step worse than West Virginia coal mines in the company store of the late 1800s. At least back then, you could buy more than Jesus chicken at a company store. We need to rein this shit in. Yes, that might have been a rogue franchisee, Hmm. but I can guarantee you there are conversations happening like this, and hopefully attorneys are slapping them down in in much bigger settings. I also want to know, who are these people that that will get off the couch and go volunteer for food? Why don't you just get a job there, make money and get free meals, which they actually give to employees. So I'm I'm a little confused about the psychology of who would actually go volunteer for free food. Do you think they get free food, though, as as a Jesus chicken worker? I'm not sure. Work to working because, Chad, my son has applied to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I know. Okay. The free meals are part of that's that's kind of a thing for fast food. You get free meals if you work there. But but anyway, I just don't know the psychology of someone that says, "Hey man, I'm just going to go down Chick Fil A, take some orders, and deal with customers for a fried chicken meal." Like I just I've the psychology of that is a little bit hard for me to understand. But I do a podcast for a living, and I'm sure that confuses a lot of people as well. Well, and it could be because you have beer brain. It could be beer brain. And if you don't know what we're talking about, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? 
there's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. What the fuck is beer brain? Yeah, well, Chad, if you need a beer at this point in the podcast, uh, you're not alone. Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> well, damn it. Once again, everything you love is killing you. Uh, new research out of the University of Wisconsin-Madison and the University of Pennsylvania, two states that know a thing or two about beer, Chad. Uh, just half, half a beer a day can reduce the volume of your brain and stress cognitive powers. What's more, the study says it gets worse the more you drink. Fuck! Researchers analyzed brain MRIs for more than 36,000 people and found that brain volume shrunk with every increasing drink to the point that four drinks a day was equivalent to aging the brain by 10 years. I would have read more, but my brain said, nope. Chad, what you got for this one? I don't believe it, and I'm not listening. La, 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 la. <laughs> That's it. What did you That's say? It. That's it. All right, I'm going to dig a little deeper because I've apparently not consumed as much alcohol as you. Uh, <laughs> we both have brains that are over 100 at this point, for sure. I'm calling conspiracy theory, Chad. Mm. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, two states well-known for their love of beer. So if they tell the world that beer is bad for you, then voila, more beer for us. It's genius, albeit evil genius. Bastards. But seriously, Chad, where did I put my keys? Who am I? What year is it? And how do I get to the nearest? You guessed it. Taco Bell. Dude, I'm getting a beer right now. We We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. 
Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.